God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course, he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. All right. Uh, not sure if you heard our intro, but my name is Scott Adams. You're listening to the Scott Adams Show, and hopefully everybody can hear me. I uh, uh, had a malfunction right out of the gate today. It's one of those days where the world's not moving on the East Coast. I just got banned from Facebook, so I was trying to queue up a, an audio clip that I was going to play for you, and uh, it says... You you disagreed with the decision. We usually offer the chance to request a review and follow up if we got decisions wrong. We have a few uh, fewer reviewers available right now, because so it's going to take longer. This means that we may not be allow, able to follow up with you through your feedback helps. So basically, Facebook banned me for 30 days. How do you like those apples? Can't make this stuff up, people. So that's what we're up against. I'm going to still try to find the audio clip uh, that I want to play for you. And this was it. I think this is the one that got me banned, actually. Uh, but let's take, go ahead and take a listen to this. And hopefully this will work. Dr. Reiner Fulmick is the public frontman for an international team comprised of hundreds of lawyers and medical experts who have begun legal proceedings over the CDC, the WHO, and the Davos Group for committing crimes against humanity. The protocol for the PCR test given by the WHO and the CDC was knowingly set to a level that guaranteed 100% false positives or false negatives so there is no pandemic this is all about getting people to take the shot their argument is that we are at the very least being subjected to an illegal experiment and at the worst global genocide dr fulmick points out how the experimental jab is in clear violation of all 10 of the nuremberg codes which carry the penalty of death for those who violate them number one 
Voluntary consent is absolutely essential. There should be no intervention or any element of force, fraud, deceit, duress, or any form of constraint or coercion. By definition, a vaccine must provide immunity to the virus, protect recipients from getting the virus, reduce deaths, infections, circulation, and transmission of the virus. We are told the experimental jab does none of these, yet they fraudulently call it a vaccine. As far as duress, constraint, and coercion, it's everywhere. If you want your life back, get the shot. Number two, the experiment should be such as to yield fruitful results unprocurable by other methods. The most fruitful method would be a healthy immune system, which can be achieved through good health and natural supplements such as vitamin D, vitamin C, and zinc. But the people are not being told this. In fact, those who point it out are being vilified and silenced. Number three, the experiment should be designed and based on the results of animal experimentation. This experimental jab skipped animal testing. Number four, the experiment should be so conducted as to avoid all unnecessary physical and mental suffering and injury. According to official reports, there are already thousands of deaths and over a quarter million injuries from this experiment. Number five, no experiment should be conducted where there is an a priori reason to believe that death or disabling injury will occur. Past trials have shown a strong possibility that these new spike proteins will cause a body to attack itself. This is known as antibody-dependent enhancement, or ADE. And recent doctors have blown the whistle that this could end up killing everybody who's been vaccinated in the next two years. Number six, the risk should never exceed the benefit. COVID-19 has a 98 to 99% survival rate less deadly than the seasonal flu. The experimental jab is already the most dangerous vaccine in VAERS 30-year history. Number seven, proper preparations should be made and adequate facilities provided to protect the experimental subject against even remote possibilities of injury, disability, or death. There were no preparations made. There are no facilities. The subject shows up for their shot and goes home. Number eight, the experiment should be conducted only by scientifically qualified persons. This experiment has been exclusively run by politicians, the media, celebrities, and big pharma bureaucrats. Number nine, the subject should be at liberty to bring the experiment to an end. Thousands of medical experts have attempted to end this madness and their voices continue to be silenced. Number 10, the experiment must be brought to an end if resulting in injury or death. And yet, the experiment pushes on. Once again, those who violate these international laws are subject to the death penalty. Legal proceedings are moving forward and evidence is being collected. Whistleblowers are directed to contact the international team at www.securewhistleblower.com. This is likely the biggest crime ever committed against the world population. And the question is, do we still have a judicial system to exact justice? For Infowars.com, this is Greg Reese. So there you go. Um, you know, they cited 
every every uh, bit of that they cited it. You know, they cited uh, piece by piece, article after article, and they, they drew reference to it. And uh, I'm not sure if this was the one that got me banned on Facebook. Um, but I will say this, that the standard to which they're holding liberals, like Rachel Maddow, we played a clip yesterday, uh, and uh, let's see. So we played a clip yesterday, and uh, that clip, she was completely false based on real, like, what you see with your own eyes. And they've been false. They've been fake news since the very beginning. And yet, they never get banned. They never get banned. Right here. We're going to listen to Rachel Maddow's clip again, real quick. This is all her promises of what it was supposed to be, and it wasn't. It means that instead of the vaccine being able, excuse me, it means for instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person to person, spreading and spreading, sickening some of them, but not all of them. And the ones that it doesn't sicken don't know they have it. And then they give it to even more people because they didn't recognize they were right. Instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person potentially mutating and becoming more virulent and drug resistant along the way. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. That means the vaccines will get us to the end of this. If we just go fast enough to get the whole population. To get the it whole population. That of the va- so the, to get the whole population, as she says. Well, that didn't work. That's a bold-faced lie. Trust the science. She's saying she's quoting science. Yeah, in theory, that's the way it's supposed to work. And if it worked that way, as I said yesterday, if, they, if it worked that way, then sure, we would probably adopt it. Hey, we. it's not like Trump supporters, it's not like America First supporters are objecting to any of this. We're not objecting to it. We've, we've been the ones turning the other cheek. We've been the ones calling out the lies. We were right about the Russian hoax. We were right about the Ukrainian call. We were right about the impeachment scandal, hoax, complete fabrication. We were right about these things. The Durham reports coming out. The Ghislaine Maxwell reports going to be coming out. You watch. And all the other things related to Me Too and all these other concoctions. Racism. It was the Democrats. We bust them wide open. Whether it's McAuliffe's Henchmen, Democrat kids dressed up with tiki torches to try to call every Republican voter in Virginia just this past November a uh, white supremacist supporting racist. 
you know, the way they tried to call Trump out and say that he was somehow a racist because of Charlottesville. He waited, he delayed his response, and he didn't even do that. He didn't delay his response. He just didn't tell them what they wanted to hear. He didn't have, he didn't know who started the trouble, whether it was a so-called white supremacist group or a Black Lives Matter group or an Antifa group. It didn't matter. Due process matters. Facts matter. But they don't like that. They, they, want Trump, they wanted Trump to drink the Kool-Aid. And they're still talking about Trump. And the New York State AG is still suing the Trump organization, trying to make their lives a living hell and ruin their lives. And nobody is talking about political dissidents and using the government to attack your political adversaries. Yet, President Trump has one call with Zelensky uh, from Ukraine. A new leader congratulates him and says, hey, you know, we ought to look into the crowd strike and some other stuff. And sure enough, that was somehow colluding. They said that somehow Trump was afraid of Joe Biden. You know, I'm still not convinced that Joe Biden isn't doing these videos with a staged White House where the window is some sort of video green screen because it's certainly, the lighting looks, certainly looks staged. You see the snow outside of his window and things like that, snow falling, it's accurate. But I could actually do a YouTube video right now and I could put a camera right outside, you know, right, pointing right out my window, and you would have real time, your real time feed through that window. You would have a real time feed, and that would be my green screen. But something about the lighting, and a lot of people are starting to talk about it. Well, they've been talking about it. I'm actually late to the game. But you talk about the uh, what we just heard, the Nuremberg Code. You talk about what we just heard about, you know, a violation of human rights. I think there's something big there. Because, you know, it was just, just out, uh, Macron did something unthinkable. Macron, being a chief globalist, self-proclaimed socialist, and Trump backstabber, really. But he said this. This is stunning. This is the president of France, Emmanuel Macron, denounced France's 5 million unvaccinated as non-citizens and vows, I really want to piss them off and so we will continue to do so to the bitter end. That's the strategy. That's according to La Parisienne. And Disclosed TV, who reported this news, says we are at a loss for words to comment on this kind of rhetoric even after we have slept on it for a night. To the bitter end, 
Macron and Trudeau are two of a kind. So Trudeau, what did Trudeau have to say? We are going to end this pandemic by proceeding with the vaccination. There is still a part of the population fiercely against it. They don't believe in science or progress and are very often misogynistic and racist. They take up some space. This leads up, this leads us as a leader and as a country to make a choice. Do we tolerate these people? He also said something, Trudeau, about those expedience, the political expedience of communism and how China has it made in the shade. And that bothered me. Yeah, of course, it's expedient. It creates agility, mobility, and allows a government to, you know, not have to process, uh, not have to process when they want to make quick and fast decisions. Maybe that's why this originated in COVID. Uh, the COVID originated in Wuhan, because that was the one place where there wouldn't be any where there wouldn't not be any repercussions. So long as the Chinese people didn't get it. And the Chinese people, it seems, got away unscathed. Relatively speaking, relatively speaking. And you don't see the kind of death and dismay that we're seeing here in the United States. We're up at record numbers right now. But think about it. If you were to launch this in cooperation with China, for what reason? The people pushing this are the people that want to reduce the population. The people that do this are the people that control populations. They create crises in Syria and Afghanistan, and they the results in refugees. They get imported as slave laborers, laborers or voters, or po- you know, popu- for population growth. All the things that globalists <clears throat> and their secular views and their attacks against religious freedom tend to have. The problems that they tend to have are population issues. Well, China doesn't have that population issue right now, but I hear that actually they might fall prey to a decreased population, which may spell spell trouble for them 20 years from now. Because population and people are their thing. That's, That's what they do. That's their asset. Just look at the Uyghurs. They treat the Uyghurs with every human right violation in the book. And Taiwanese and Hong Kong... They want to control and dominate, just like Russia wants to control and dominate Ukraine and Crimea. And they're doing it all under the noses of the United States and the West in general. What good is NATO if it's completely feckless? It does nothing in the face of tyranny. That's what it was designed for. But when you take a look at the pieces of a puzzle and when they fit perfectly, you have to start to draw questions. 
it would not be the first time that the Nuremberg trials or or uh, trials against human rights didn't originate in Europe, whether it be the Balkans conflict or Hitler's conflict against the uh, his neighbors. It's a thing that happens in Europe for one reason or another. And I think it's because of communism and socialism. You know, they've said that two democratic nations have never gone to war with each other. But it's not a democratic nation. What's going on in Europe is not democratic. When people vote for Brexit and they don't get what they want, that's tyranny. That's that's and that's 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 England for Brexit. Forget about what Emmanuel Macron said, or just to forget about the fact that Trudeau said this just north of us. And you can't tell me that all these people are voting for Trudeau in Canada for him to make these types of statements and wield this kind of control without due process without proper testing, and now without any proof that it works. Because what Rachel Maddow said we just heard was a complete lie. Yet we're hearing a lot of reports. Now, I'll admit, I know people that have gotten the vaccine. I don't know anybody that's gotten sick. I don't know anybody that's gotten myocarditis. But then again, I'm one of those people... I've never taken a shot. I've never gotten the vaccine. I've never gotten COVID. And frankly, I don't know anybody. Like my dad didn't. My my dad's wife didn't. Um, you know, they know people. I know people that know people. But I don't know anybody specifically. You know, Leonora goes to work you know, every day and has not. Um, gotten it. Now, it remains to be seen. And not only that, but are these tests accurate? If you have a severe flu, how do we know how accurate the test is? These are questions that are fair game. They should be asked. We're not allowed to ask them. We get banned on Facebook, just like I just did. I wasn't banned last night before I went to bed, but I was banned this morning. They look at my stuff, and I posted a lot last night. And again, I just post in in in, in preparation for the show. And I use the posts as clues and cues for the dialogue that I'm going to be talking about the next morning. It's sort of my standard routine. And I I just don't understand it. Everything I posted was fair game, reasonable. But they they banned the doctor who founded one of the original architects of the RDNA vaccine, who basically we learned yesterday, who said that Fauci, Fauci is a complete liar. He just lies. That's what he does. He's a liar. Fauci just lies. And Fauci said he's, he admits he was colluding with China. 
So, you know, we're up against it. And, you know, I want to I want to play this clip from uh, Robert Kennedy, a message for 2022. Let's take a listen. It's time we started standing up to all of these mandates. You remember when the government told us, when Tony Fauci told us that we were going to lock down, he said it was for two weeks. And now it's been almost two years. And I'm going to tell you three things that you need to remember in this critical day and age. One is that once government acquires a power, it never lets it go voluntarily. The second thing that we need to know is that every power that government acquires using this pandemic as a pretense, it will ultimately abuse to the maximum effect possible. And this is just a rule that is as certain as gravity. The third thing that you need to know is that nobody has ever complied their way out of totalitarianism. Every time you comply, the demands will get greater and greater. We need to resolve that here and now, this is the hill that we need to die on. They have come for our jobs. They've come for our transport. Now they're coming for our children. And we have an obligation as parents to protect them. There has never been a government in history that has told its people we are going to demand that children sacrifice themselves and take risks to save old people. It's always the other way around. The old, the mature, the adults always put themselves at risk to protect their children. This is an ethical issue. It's a moral issue. It's an issue of character for each of us. And it's an issue about the preservation of democracy and public health. We all need to stand up now and do everything that we can to block these power plays by authoritarian powers that are trying to steal from us the health of our children. Children's Health Defense Organization. So that's Robert Kennedy Jr. And... uh He's the son of Robert Kennedy. And uh, his uncle was JFK. He's been in politics for a long time. He's seen what happens here. He's been an anti-vaxxer. His, his uh, cousin who died mysteriously about four or five years ago was head of vaccine virology at Georgetown. So they were at juggernauts. They were at odds with each other. But Robert uh, Kennedy Jr. has nothing good to say about Bill Gates. And Bill Gates has no health degree, yet he doesn't get banned, and he makes wild statements. Yet people like Robert Kennedy, you watch, he'll get banned. He's pushing a book right now, I believe. And what he's been saying all over the world, he's been spending a lot of time Given speeches, and you know what you hear is he has a a throat issue. He's had it for probably seven, eight years. He's been speaking like that, where it doesn't sound clear. But 
his clips and his audio, I, I think are just phenomenal and, um, you know, worth listening to because his warnings are absolutely essential. By the way, it's getting pretty bad out there, too, because Gateway Pundit, who just published that particular piece and a lot of other pieces, who's been on the forefront with regard to uh, election integrity and been on the forefront regarding um, COVID and putting out numbers that don't make sense, that are established by the CDC, uh, to prove that they're lying to us. Well, they're being banned on T-Mobile. Now, listen to this. T-Mobile cites FCC's decision in 2018 to block unwanted or spam text messages as excuse to censor the Gateway Pundit links on text. So, if you have a T-Mobile account and you text Gateway Pundit articles to a friend, that link very well may be blocked. I don't know how you get away with that. And if anything, it's a breach of contract. I'd say that if you're with T-Mobile and they do that, you need to contact them and say, this is a breach of contract. And either sue them for misinterpreting this 2018 decision or just leave them in droves and boycott them. I was actually thinking about switching to T-Mobile because they had this family plan, this package deal. I was considering it, contemplating it. And I was considering it. And guess what? Never will it happen. I will not consider them a viable choice if they're going to censor. It's one thing to censor a public, you know, promotion of an idea that they disagree with. I still disagree with them, but they may disagree with something I'm posting and and it's their platform. I guess they could stop it all they want. They're not bound by the Constitution the way the government officials are. But shame on the Republicans in Congress and shame on the Congress in general for not doing anything about Section 230. And again, I think that Facebook calling themselves meta is just a spit in our eye because they're collecting metadata for the government, just like the NSA collected metadata on all of us and people like James Clapper, the CIA and DNI director, uh, would just lie to us and say not wittingly, are we spying? And that's what that was the origins of the Edward Snowden uh, situation. And so, you know, the truth is being squashed, whether it's Julian Assange or Edward Snowden being a whistleblower. Yeah, it's okay if Eric Ciarmella can be a whistleblower and re- remain anonymous. And do all that to impeach a president duly elected, the most popular, probably the best president we've ever had in the history of America, Donald Trump. And hopefully we'll have him for four more years again real soon. 
And I hope that we get that. Our country needs it. But this leadership that we have right now, I mean, you have Kamala Harris tweeting out, the nation's moving again. Meanwhile, the whole eastern seaboard is locked down and frozen. The supply chain is lo- has been shut down. The country isn't moving. People aren't getting up off their sofas and going to work. There's a supply shortage. You have four and a half million people in November signed off for even looking for a job. For that was just November. Four and a half million people have quit, stopped bothering looking for a job. At the same time, you got Royal Bank of Canada denying people loans for mortgages, like Ezra Levant talked about two days ago. We played that. And just basically is doing what Emmanuel Macron said, or Justin Trudeau, or even even Joe Biden, that he's going to make unvaccinated lives a living hell. Why is it that they are trying to get so many people vaccinated when the vaccines don't work? When everybody I know, now I, you know, and again, it sounds like a contradiction to what I just said. We just um, spoke with some friends yesterday and they said that they got COVID. Again, I, I'm not 100% sure that the tests are accurate. That's number one. Number two, they reported very mild symptoms, less than any cold. And they, they also reported that their son also got it, but months ago. So, I mean, and I don't deny that there's a thing going around, but it doesn't, come close to killing you. Knock on wood. And I hope I'm right. I hope I don't have to report to you a story that proves otherwise of somebody I know that uh, was taken from this. And maybe maybe at that point I changed my tune a little bit. But you better rest assured I don't want to be I want to be truthful. I don't want to be wrong or right. And I will be the first one to tell you if something contradicts what it is that I'm telling you I believe today. But I will tell you, this uh, situation is very peculiar because the motivating factors, just like if you take a look at the schools now that are being shut down, and everybody knows the children don't get it, and everybody knows that if you don't get it, you don't spread it, that asymptomatic spread is not a thing. It happens, but it's not a thing. And still, they're closing these schools down. Where? Where they need them the most? Detroit, Milwaukee, Chicago, Boston. Everywhere you turn where there's a radical left-wing lunatic running the city. That's where you're getting school closings. And that's where they need them the most, where these inner city kids are falling behind. So they want remote learning again. And everybody knows that doesn't work. And half the learning battle is 
social skills, interacting, learning how to deal with others without your parents right there. It's so important. What we're doing is we're destroying, just like Robert Kennedy said, first time in history that children are paying the price to support the the elders. It's sad. It's absolutely sad. So Terry from Arkansas, truck driver, writes in, says, Indiana Insurance Company says 18... 64-year-old deaths up 40%. Doesn't mention shots, etc., but does say it is unheard of. Even a disaster is typically only 10%. So, insurance company says 18 to 64-year-olds, not quite sure what he's saying here, uh, deaths up 40%. Yeah, but... I got a, I got a, I got some numbers that say uh, in Ireland the death toll is the same in 2020 as it was in 2019, 2018, 2017. That the overall death rate in a lot of these countries that are reporting that they have COVID, their overall death is not going up, which tells me that they're counting flu. As COVID, they're counting cancer deaths as COVID deaths. They're counting heart disease deaths or diabetic deaths as COVID deaths. And so the numbers are not truthful because if you could skew the COVID number, but yet, you know, and the number indicates such a dramatic number. Then they're either, you know, then there either is going to be a higher number at the end of the year of total deaths, or they're just, or the, or what we've been seeing, which is COVID solved the flu, COVID solved cancer, cured cancer, COVID cured heart disease, COVID cured diabetes. How can that be? How can they do that? Well, they didn't. They're just miscalculating. They're fudging the numbers. For what reason? Because they could get away with murder. They could get away with vaccines. They could get away with shutting the schools down like they ever could before. Because shutting, you know, nobody shut the schools down for the flu. I mean, maybe for a week, one school had an outbreak and they shut it down. But that was typically how we answered these calls, how we addressed these situations. It's somehow these numbers are record numbers. It's all over the place. Nobody really knows what's going on. And I guarantee you that was that's their plan. I don't really fully know what's going on. And nobody seems to know. But a select few people, like the CDC director, Walensky, or Dr. Fauci. These liars, these people that are known that are known to, to be lying to us are the ones. Yeah, the Gateway Pundit writes, just like Soviet Russia, T-Mobile is erasing links to Gateway, Pu- Public Ar- uh, Gateway Pundit articles. Go figure. 
But Dr. Malone has been banned all over the place and censored all over the place, along with Marjorie Taylor Greene. You know, basically um, said that Fauci lies all the time. So Victor Davis Hansen, I posted this up. Maybe this is the one that got me banned on Facebook for 30 days. The truths we dare not speak in 2021. At the end of this terrible year, we are only left we are left only with ironies. As long as the long year of 2021. Do you know anybody that's gotten out of 2021 and said it was a good year? Like we said in the beginning of this year, we said it all started with the FBI infiltrating a Trump rally who was protesting election rigging. And then you got this Biden inauguration ceremony that was under locking cages. It was absolutely absurd. Nobody showed up for it. Mr. 81 million. You know, you can't believe you, you don't, you have to believe what you see. You can't, you know, your eyes are not lying to you. But here, no one wishes to speak of the dossier anymore. So collusion, rest in peace, right? Russian collusion. Everyone knows why it was never a dossier. It was always a mismatch concoction of half-baked fantasies and outright lies. That's the first one. When the musical chairs music stops, he says, everyone knows the government cannot keep running up astronomical annual deficits. It is piling up a nearly 30 trillion national debt, printing trillions of dollars and hoping to keep inflation down to 7% per year. Everyone knows that and no one wishes to talk about it, much less do anything about it. Instead, we simply will go on redistributing money, inflation, and and the economy, and hoping that middle class are naive enough to believe their inflated paychecks outpace their greater inflationary costs. And that's just not the case. Spiraling crime. So just, you know, was reported today that uh, the woke AG... And the new mayor, Eric Adams, are in agreement that, you know, trespassing or breaking into someone's house isn't worth prosecuting. Jumping a turnstile or uh, resisting arrest is not worth prosecuting. How can that be? It's so ridiculous that these Soros-backed, financed district attorneys that we see in Philadelphia and in New York and every other liberal city where crime has risen. We're seeing an influence of outside monies to game the system to where you could now make the argument, oh, we'll we'll fund the police now again. But the police aren't going to arrest people that they know are going to be back out on the street before the paper drive, before the paperwork is filed. 
So spiraling crimes without criminals. Almost every statistic related to violent crime is up. Smash and grab has reached Tony, uh, Tony places like Union Square in San Francisco, Walnut Creek, and Carmel-by-the-Sea. Carjackings are endemic. Gun sales are booming among terrified upscale white liberals. The entire blame the victim protocol emerges. Drive the oldest car, dress down, hide your jewelry, hire security guards for your person and business because mysteriously there are no victims or at least none that can be mentioned. And then he goes into talking about the Black Lives Matter. The once popular but now discredited Black Lives Matter has been reduced to a caricature, arguing that such violent crimes are constructs creates created by white people to jail black people. Of course, Jesse Smollett put a stop to that. That was innocent and a victim of racism. And that was Waukee. Waukesha massacre was the apparent start of a needed revolution. You know, it's all of these things rolled up into one. Let's see if we could take a caller. Caller, you're on the air. Hi, Scott. This is John hey, Stoll. John. How are you today? Pretty good. Hey, so, you know, it's often said that ideas have consequences. And what we're seeing is the fruition of really bad ideas. If you talk about the Black Lives Matter, Antifa, you know, criminal justice reform movement, which Trump played a part in as well. I mean, Trump wanted to, he was bragging about releasing guys from prison. I, I personally wouldn't be bragging about that. That being said, when you, when you say things like, as you said, Eric Adams and the new, uh, his police, police chief in New York are saying that resisting arrest, for example, is not going to be prosecuted. What that means is guys are more and more willing to resist arrest. What does that mean? That means you're going to have more violent altercations between police and criminals. And what's that going to do? It's going to create more fuel for the racial grievance industry, for the Democrats. It's going to create more tension because you're inevitably going to create more conflict. So it's losing sight of the lesson that you need to be firm in the application of the law so that people don't challenge it in the first place. That's the whole idea behind, behind the broken windows theory of policing that Rudy Giuliani employed so successfully in New York City starting when you know, he got elected in the early 90s. And so this is just basically saying more of the same. And I would remind you and your audience that much of the same attitude pervade in the U.S., after the late 60s, early 70s uproar. And what happened? Well, in the late, by the late 70s, early uh, mid-80s, crime was out of control, even higher than today, partly fueled by the cocaine and crack epidemics, certainly in the mid-80s. But not just that. I mean, Chicago's murder rates were even higher in the late 70s than they are today. Yeah, they had a higher population, but they're extremely high. And so this is, it leads into more and more trouble until someone has the guts to say, Thus far and no more. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> we are... Uh, what bothers me, too, you know, in addition to everything you just said, um, we talk about these things as if they're um, a reaction to a problem. These are proactively being done. I think that's the part that 
for me is the biggest problem yeah. is that these mayors, uh, Mayor Lightfoot, uh, as a good example, uh, she's claiming one thing that she needs help and support, but she's the one initiating the policies that are making it all happen. And one need only look no further than J- Jesse Smollett to see what kind of corruption is in place in the Chicago criminal justice system. But across the board, whether it's Biden's southern border, now a crisis. Oh, yeah, being a president's a hard thing to do. Trump was right when he said all he had to do was stay home and things would have been better than they were because he untangled it all. And it's because uh, they wanted to change the demographics. It's because they wanted to import slave labor and uh, because they wanted to import illegal voters uh, that they did this at at breakneck rapid speed. And they did that with the southern border. They did it with Afghanistan. And they're doing it with COVID response. And and the media doesn't even bother to look at the old videotape and say what standard, you know, remind everyone what standard Biden was holding Trump to. And Trump and Biden can't seem to get it right. Everybody's vaccinated these days, and yet they're still closing schools down. And the number of deaths and, and infected from this virus is at a record high. So, well, well, actually, under yeah, so yeah I, go I, ahead. Well, Omicron actually is less, far less deadly, and I think the number is actually going down. The deaths, not not because of anything Biden did, it's just the natural course of the disease, yeah, and it's I a mean, blessing because people are going to get sick, they're going to get the antibody, right? They're not going to have a risk of dying from it, and it's going to be like. Uh, Sort of like the good thing that you would want. They and, and not only that, they have another new variant in, uh, originating in France, the LHU variant. It's forty-six different mutations. It's it's never going to end. Especially, it's not going to end before twenty twenty two's election. Well, exactly. Well, that, that's going to be one <clears throat> continual scare tactic after another. And there is a percentage of the population that enjoys being scared, just like there is a percentage of the population that likes going to book houses. Right and go into the, uh, go into the, uh, you know, go into the whatever. The, well, and there's you know, the, there's uh, lonely people Halloween houses, and there's lonely people that like spending their days in the hospital. Um, that they, they, they you know right. they say I'm not right. feeling well, and uh, they want all this treatment from all these different nurses, and and they want to know that they're going to be okay and things like that. And so you know, uh, there's a lot of people that need a, uh, their hand held, and they need a pacifier in their mouth. And they could use this COVID as an excuse as to why they're failing in life. And the government is going to say, yeah, okay, you're a victim. Uh, So we're going to put this pacifier in your mouth and you're going to be okay. Well, the difference is we didn't make policy based on these people. You know, the the fact is, you've heard the statement, it sounds trite, but it's true that if the Democrats didn't have double standards, they'd have no standards. There's so many of these examples where, you can see the Democrats taking the opposite position when they are in a different position. And if no one's going to hold them to this, and the media is largely Democratic, and they don't have any standards because they'll say anything to push a narrative. And as a result, we don't, many people don't get, the, uh, they don't get this perspective that, you know what, this is, this is a lot of phony baloney. And so you know, we, we end up getting basically shifting standards depending on whatever the Democrats want. But yeah. it really comes down to the ends justify the means. That's been a, a frankly, that's been an, a tactic of the left 
for over 100 years. I know we've talked about that before, but that is the way they do it. So, and if you have a media that's compliant and people who are frankly stupid, you, you can get away with that. And that's, that's the, sort of the, speaking of Facebook, that's the meta, that's the meta analysis of what's really going on here is they get to shift the game board when they want, whether it's true or not. I mean, if you talk about the filibuster, I think, I think I heard that Biden was on record in like 2005 railing against it, uh, railing against the removal of the filibuster, and now somehow it's, you know, it's necessary. Yeah, we and see that all the time. About it. <clears throat> you know, and speak, speaking of education, you mentioned, you know, well, in the schools, quite frankly, I'm not sure the kids are better off in these schools if you're getting in schools that are simply indoctrinating you. So I, I, honest, I honestly believe that the older you get, the more you can learn on your own, particularly by the time you get to high school, if you're disciplined. And uh, the socialization aspect, well, well, that's a whole other discussion. You know, I'm not. I'm. I'm almost thinking it's a bad idea to stick kids in the same grade with each other. Cause yeah, boy, well, you get a lot of dysfunctionality. And you know what? The pushback against critical race theory really emerged because parents, for the first time, got to see the teachers teaching them, and they were like, "What the heck is going on there?" But John, well, thank right, you. Which, again, Vouchers, vouchers. You need tuition vouchers. Privatize this. Right. That's the only way to fight it, Scott. Yep. Well, thank you for calling in today. We're out of time. Thanks, Scott. All right. Take care. Have a great day. Bye. All right. Yeah. So there's just so much more for us to cover today. Um, I uh, posted a bunch of articles, and uh, blue states are raging with COVID. Where, uh, where's the corporate media? Where are they? You know, and then. Um, Cover up. House Republicans demand Nancy Pelosi answer for failures to secure the Capitol. But in in addition, Joe Manchin kills Biden agenda again. Build Back Better is deader than ever, according to an article over Breitbart. Um, so there's a lot for us to cover. We'll get to it all tomorrow. And with that, uh, I want to wish everybody a happy day. Uh, be sure to check out scottadamshow.com uh, for the latest podcast. And be sure to check out uh, buglecall.org and magapack.org to find out more about how you can help Red State Talk Radio and the American First Policy Agenda. The path to restoring our republic was laid down by our founding fathers. The principles of freedom, liberty, personal responsibility, and limited government are conservative ideals we will never abandon. America is listening. Grassroots, common sense, conservative talk radio. It's on the internet. Tune, 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 tune in now. Red State Talk Radio, featuring some of the most popular internet talk show hosts in America today. Are you listening? RedStateTalkRadio.com.